Welcome to Star Trek Stuff with Anne. The infinite crushing blackness of it all. And Adam. Absolutely everyone is just soup. Do I cut the red wire or the blue wire? <laughs> As I sit here in a cut-off t-shirt. <laughs> a cut-off brewery t-shirt. Like, I've got some real... Scumbag vibes going today. Oh, dude, tell me about it. I went to I went downtown to um, a drugstore and realized after I had gotten there and was getting weird looks from all the sorority girls and sorority parents and and like you know just the 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 super straights that I was wearing my Electric Wizard T-shirt that has the album name on the back. The album name is Legalized Drugs and Murder. Yeah. And I was like, ew. That is awesome. <laughs> I, I, I thought I had scumbag vibes going, but yeah, that yeah. completely <laughs> beats getting fucked up in a trailer park playing music. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love Electric Wizard. They're awesome. Yeah, yeah. Dope Throne fucking slams. It's a mm. great record. The opening scene of the mess hall got me thinking about other communal gathering places in Star Trek. Like, um, for instance, Ten Forward in TNG, mm-hmm. obviously Quarks in DS9, mm-hmm. um, another mess hall in Voyager, and I guess the bridge in TNG? TOS? Sorry, TOS? TOS didn't really have a hangout spot, did it? No. No, yeah. Lower Decks has the area where they're working on that, like, defunct shuttlecraft. <laughs> but, and then Disco, I guess they have their mess hall, too. Disco has a mess hall. There is a mess hall bar combination oh. on the Cerritos. Right, right. It's the mess hall, but then it has that sort the, of the bar centralized the bar yeah. around yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. So they've got the whole bar and grill kind of yeah. thing going. <laughs> Yes. Applebee's in space. <laughs> oh, that show is killing it. It really is. It's just awesome. As we're recording, they are just now kind of settling into season two, and it's yeah. really fun. It's good. I like it. It's really nice. Thanks, man. Reed is is uh, going to eat breakfast with the captain, and it looks like me anytime I'm called to like the boss's office, which is <laughs> yeah. just pure, unadulterated terror. There's something I noticed about this mess hall. Mm-hmm. And it's that it is much too small. It is too small. I was looking at it and I started going, wait, there's only like a handful of tables and a couple of chairs at each. Yeah, at there- most you can fit like 30 people in there. And that's packing oh, it in. They could do that when they packed it in for movie night. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. When there are tables, th- there's Definitely nothing not. close. Yeah, You could do maybe 20 people. Mm-hmm. Like, if you cram them around the tables. So, obviously, everybody's eating in shifts. It's got to be really kind of tight lunch breaks. Yeah. yeah. All right next to each other. Right. But when we've seen the crew hanging out and eating and talking, mm-hmm. and they don't seem too rushed. They no. seem fine. Yeah, yeah. So, I don't know how everyone eats <laughs> on this <laughs> ship. Maybe some people get it to go or something? I don't know. But yeah, so Reed comes in there and he's like, okay, make sure I'm... Zipped up tightly and yeah, he's got his... If he had a tie, he'd be adjusting it. So, you know, there you are. Okay, we get the vibe. We get the vibe on Reed. (laughs) And they're having Eggs Benedict, which I fucking love. Do you like Eggs Benedict? Hell yeah, I love Eggs Benedict. That's so good. Um, but I mean, it, it, it always needs a little bit of Tony's, but after that, yeah, like, well, yeah, yeah, it's the best. 
And Ahab has to tell Reed to sit the fuck down. It's weird. It's ridiculous. He's like an institutionalized prisoner. He really is. You can sit down. You can eat. <laughs> You're allowed. It's it's weird how stiff he is. I mean, we've already been on this ship for a while. I think he yeah. knows Archer is like, I'm your principal. Exactly. Kind of vibe. Yeah. So. What's funny, though, is he starts to discuss sports, and Lo- Reed is like, what the fuck are you talking about? He doesn't follow football. And, and then he's like, I don't follow any sports at all. And Ahab looks like he's going to fucking cry. <laughs> he's like, oh, God, what am I going to talk to him about then? He's like, we already had that whole episode where he had a B plot, where the entire right. lesson was <laughs> Malcolm is an empty void. And the only <laughs> thing we could find out about him is that he likes, he likes pineapple. pineapple. Yeah. That's it. I'm almost wondering if they were... if. The guy who plays Reed was almost trying to do kind of a neuro, non-neurotypical kind of thing. Like, was he kind of playing it a little bit, you know, autism spectrum almost? Yeah. Well, a lot of times neurodivergent people have obsessions, though. Yeah. Yeah. You know, they completely know everything about, uh, I don't know, pick a, a subject of Star Trek. Okay. Right. Star Trek. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Shut up! You know, they're into fandom stuff. But he's obsessed with shift shift changes and torpedo upgrades and, you know, being a weapons officer. That's what he's obsessed with. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. I, I was just like, okay, we're going to do this more? Right, right. Because it was such a nothing burger last time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and now it's just like, oh, uh, okay, well, maybe we f- actually find something. Yeah. And, uh, you know, hey, you know, we almost do. Sort of. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, not really. Yeah. Oh, God. It makes me like Dominic Keating more. It doesn't necessarily make me like Reed, but Dominic Keating, I think, does a good job. Because, like, that, the right next after that, you know, the, the alarm sounds or whatever, and T'Pol is, is talking about how they ma- they found an M-class planet and, and blah, blah, blah. And Reed immediately gets up and is, like, so awkward. Like, he opens the door for him, you know, for the captain and is, like, oh, after you, sir. You know, like, he's, I mean, it's just amazingly well acted. Yeah, he's very, very ready for this moment to be over. Yeah. Because <laughs> Ahab is like, sit on down, pal. Right. Be my friend this morning. We're not yeah. going to talk about work. Right. I, Don't I'm bring your, your homework to the table. He actually yeah. says that. Yeah, he does. <laughs> Jeez. It really has a try-hard stepdad vibe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, uh, me and your mother are going to be... Are good. <laughs> We're very friendly. So I think we should be good friends. <laughs> I don't mean to overstep my bounds. This is between you and your mother. I just think right is right. They go out onto the bridge, thankfully, and end that terribly awkward moment. And they start swooping around the pretty planet, and they're all really super excited, and the planet's uninhabited. It's kind of cute, like his whole demeanor. Like he's like, prep the shuttle pod, and let's go down there. Yay! Yay. Yeah, he's very like, um, Let's find a, a nice, gentle slope. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. <laughs> this whole thing sucks. I just wish that he'd have been like, all right, let's find a spot for Porthos to run around. And right. I kind of think that would have been awesome, but uh, yeah. all right. <laughs> yeah, we don't get any Porthos this episode, which is very sad. 
serious no fucking Porthos. Mm-hmm. That's all right. <laughs> then fine. The... <laughs> I I will have to think about when we get the next Porthos. I can't remember. I can't remember when nah, we get just, Porthos again. Well, don't tell me. I want it to be a surprise. Okay. Okay. Because when enough. he pops up, I'm just like, aw. And then yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I'm usually on the couch with my beagle who looks a lot like Porthos, but yeah. older. And he's just, yeah. and I'm like, hey, dear buddy. <laughs> you know, that whole thing. I don't have kids, uh, so I get, to, right, I get to baby the dog a bit. Dude, seriously. Um, then we get major boom, and the whole ship shimmies, and everybody's moving around and around and around. And uh, Hoshi gets an exploding console to the face and goes down hard. Yeah, and there is an awesome exterior shot. Oh, yes! Yes. It passes by, and it's fucked. Like, the, oh, my on, God. On the... Wait, I'm trying to remember the, the ship... So, port, which is left. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know. I don't know why they don't say left and right, but that's Meh. not for me to decide. Um, <laughs> the port side, so like uh-huh. left side if you're on the ship... Uh, it's just got a hole blown in the left edge of that saucer section. Yeah. And the shot is great. It's all CG. But yeah. like the way that it comes across the mm. the camera, you know, quote mm. unquote, because there's no camera, it's a CG. Right. Anyway, <laughs> uh, you, you know you know what I mean. Y'all know yeah. what I mean. Okay. It goes across and you get like some detail. Like it yeah. blew out. Like you could see the rooms venting into space right. and stuff. And yeah, you get that cross section, which is really rare to see. Very, yeah. very cool. Yeah. So I, I loved that. I was that like, was all right. super cool. I was like, all right, I'm on board. Fuck, let's mm. do this. <laughs> Blow so, this goddamn ship up. <laughs> Blow up the damn ship! So that's when we go to the theme. Everybody knows in the second life we all come back sooner or later. As anything from a pussy cat to a man-eating alligator. <laughs> Well, you all may think my story is more fiction than it's fact. But believe it or not, my mother did decided she'd come back as a car. She's a very old riding star. A 1928 Ford. That's my mother did. She helps me through everything I do, and I'm so glad she's here. I'm my mother the car. I'm my mother the car. I'm just going to say that right now. If I'm sitting there eating eggs Benedict and T'Pol calls in and just goes, hey, uh, we found a planet, I'd be like, cool. Let me finish my food and then we'll come out there, okay? Yeah. Head there, <laughs> get into orbit, and I'll be out with Nebs. <laughs> that's going back a bit. I'm sorry. No, that's okay. I'm with you on that. 100%. Because they don't need me to fucking go into orbit. I can finish my fucking food. Yeah. Picard wouldn't have done that shit. He'd been no. In this ready room, just been like, great, number one, take us into orbit. I, yeah. Fucking talking. <laughs> but, I mean, Archer does like to be the guy uh, doing the thing. Yes. So, which oh, we God, find out yes. even more in this episode. Oh, yes. So, back from theme, uh, Reed is, you know, he's like, report! According to Reed's report, there was a thermokinetic explosion. Thermo meaning heat and kinetic mm-hmm. meaning motion. So a hot moving explosion. <laughs> uh-huh. Okay. As opposed to all those really chill, yeah. slow moving, yeah. frostbitten explosions. Yeah. Well, that is great techno babble. That's, that's <laughs> fantastic. 
I, that's I'm sorry. That is the worst techno babble ever. <laughs> like that's so stupid. Is it not? I was like when I I saw you know I was doing my notes and I looked up and I was like thermokinetic. Well, yeah. I mean, what the fuck else would it be? Find an explosion that's the that dumbest isn't. thing I've ever heard. Oh dear. It's a burning fire, sir. Right. <laughs> and stuff moves out from it really quickly. Well, sir, this is frozen ice. <laughs> it's just so yeah. redundant. It's, it's completely and utterly redundant. It's a hydrostatic ice cube, sir. <laughs> oh wow, hydrostatic Ooh. you say? <laughs> Holy shit. Oh dear. Oh my. Okay. So they don't know if people were in that section or not. Um and Ahab's like, find out what happened. And I wish Reed Reed had been like, Well, yeah, that's what I'm fucking trying to do, dude. But he doesn't. I noticed in this that the lights are all blue. Yeah. And I thought, huh, they haven't invented red alert yet. It's that is a very interesting thing that you will find out more about in a different season. Okay. I think. I can't remember which one. Well, I, I thought about that. I was like, they're totally going to invent Red Alert at some point in this <laughs> series, right? Right? I mean, that's... Or was that in TOS? Like, I was trying to think if there was something before Red Alert in TOS. Right. Like they just said, I don't know, emergency alert. stations or, yeah, or yeah. alert. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some shit like that. I don't know. Yeah. Fire! Oh, fire! Oh, my goodness! What's the procedure? Malcolm's saying that nothing showed up on sensors. Right. And, and I've been watching a bunch of TNG and a little bit of Voyager. Mm-hmm. And I just want to appreciate the way that Malcolm says sensors. Yes. <laughs> they keep saying sensors Sensor. like sensors. Yeah, That's yeah. so weird. That's well, so weird. Which is why TNG. I loved it when they called it out on, on Lower Decks. Sensors. Everyone knows that. Sensors. Sensors. Yes, that's right. It sounds right to me. Me too. I say it like that. What? No, you don't. This is nuts. Yo, she's making fun of you, dummy. She doesn't say sensor. <laughs> of course I do. Stop it. So Ahab and T'Pol are checking on Hoshi, who is like out cold. And there's definitely like, if if you're a T'Pol Hoshi shipper, which there are definitely lots of those out there, this would definitely be a moment. Because, like, T'Pol is, like, hovering and, like, really looks concerned about Hoshi. When she called it in, though, she seemed rather unconcerned to me. Yeah, well, she is Vulcan. Yeah, I mean, she's Vulcan. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, hey, T'Pol, Hoshi shipper, yeah, of, of, of course that exists. Of course. Of course that exists. I mean, no judgment. Like, If you're going to have Slash, you're going to have it both ways, yeah. Yeah, it's a little obvious. It's like, well, yeah. what if like the two hottest chicks exactly. were like doing it? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, at this point, like the only women on the ship. So. Oh, that's you know. true. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> R.I.P. Uh, Culver. Yeah. No shit. Aw. I know. That's super sad. Um, so then he yells at Reed, who, using his first name, which is interesting to me. Yeah. But Reed doesn't have shit. And and the thing about it is, I'm like, usually things like this that happen, like, take years and, like, a big, long congressional inquiry. <laughs> That's true. You know? <laughs> who did storm the Capitol on January 6th? Let's take months to figure that <laughs> mystery out. 
I'm pretty sure it was Black Lives Matter hired a bunch of people to go down there and act like Trump supporters, mm-hmm. and they got paid thousands of dollars, and um, and 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 for months beforehand, they made their their social media look like they were Trump supporters. So it was like a long con. Either that, or it was old man Wilkers who owns the <laughs> amusement park. Just the Scooby gang just pulls off a mask and uh-huh. all is revealed. It's a white guy. <laughs> Turns out it was Captain Pushover all along. <laughs> and he would have gotten away with it if it wasn't for you meddling, meddling kids. kids. It's flashed down to engineering and Trip is like, what the fuck is going on? Shit is all kinds of fucked up. <laughs> I love how he reacts. He's just like, fuck, what's going on? <laughs> We're well fucked down here. <laughs> We're as fucked as a Jacksonville glory hole. <laughs> God damn. Oh, Jesus. Uh, yeah, but yeah, that's totally the reaction he has. It's not in any way like, you know, here's what's going on. This this thing is out and that thing is out. He's like, what the fuck? Ah! As this is happening, we're getting our credits. Uh, the only one that I kind of checked out because I was like, wait, who's this? Yeah. Was the writer, right. which was John Shiban. Shiban? Mm-hmm. Shiban. I'm going to go with Shiban? Shiban. Shiban. Oh, whatever. Sounds like an 80s band. Yeah, it does. Mm. This is his first Enterprise episode. Uh, he does a few later on. Yeah, and the first one in a long time that isn't fucking Bran and Braga. Which was nice, because not seeing Berman and Braga's mm-hmm. names in the credits, I'm like, okay, all right, Finally. let's see what happens here. Yeah, exactly. Something new. But this guy, John Shiban, uh, John Shiban, our friend John, wrote <laughs> and produced for other genre shows like Torchwood and The X-Files, oh, cool. Supernatural, cool, 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 cool. Vampire Diaries, and then he became a producer on Breaking Bad. Wow, that's not bad. That's pretty good. That's a good career. I found that so wild that he yeah. went from like, you know, these nerd shows to all of a sudden like one of the biggest, you know, mm-hmm. most prestige. Just one oh. of those shows. One Very of those prestige, prestige show. shows that is just always going to be in a box up there with like the Sopranos and the Wire yeah. and all that yeah. sort of thing. Yeah. Like that. We have connective tissue from Enterprise <laughs> to Breaking Bad now. Nice. So, That's okay. Nice. That's cool. All right. Yeah. Support the show by signing up at patreon.com slash Star Trek stuff or leave a tip at paypal.me slash Star Trek stuff. Let's keep the show ad free, except these, they don't count. There's no fatalities, but 17 people are injured. And they then they show like these guys like picking up Hoshi and putting her on like a thing. And I'm sorry, no regards to whether she has a broken back or neck or anything. They just like pick her up like a total rag doll and I was just <laughs> horrified like if you have ever done any kind of first aid training you don't fucking do that yeah. the way they the way they moved her was absolutely absolutely the worst oh my god it pissed me off they just potato sack the yes! translator oh unbelievable and I mean like her head's bashed up like yeah don't I don't know anyway it's it's stupid and like her neck is like hanging you know like she could be seriously paralyzed or something and they just like pick her up and move her 
Oh, God. But it, uh, speaking of Flox Bay, it's total chaos up in there. You got two people for every injured crewman. And it's like, put them down and get the fuck out. Too many cooks. Too many cooks. And he doesn't have enough beds. They're setting up mm. cots. Like, yeah. Why doesn't he have a nurse? Like, he should have at least one fucking nurse. Nur- Bashir had a, a nurse. He has no support staff whatsoever. I no, didn't he even doesn't. think about that. <laughs> Holy shit, that's stupid. Like, most of the time he doesn't need one, but he does need one right now. You know, I mean... I feel like the Vulcans should have brought that up, you know, when yeah. all they're trying to get them to stop going out into space and fucking things <laughs> up. They're like, and you only brought one medic. One. Yeah. one you have doctor. 85 people. You have one doctor yeah. to treat all these people yeah. in a situation where there are emergencies literally all the time. Yeah, yeah. You're not good at this. No. You need to stay home. <laughs> Back on the bridge, something hit the ship, obviously, but they didn't feel it until Milk Toast saw it. And so they turned the cameras on it, and it's like this little round thingy. And it's no, there's no bio signs. It's not like a little ship. It's a mine. Mine, 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 mine. It takes them way too long to figure out that it's a mine. I called it Doom Nugget. <laughs> doom Nugget. I like that. Yeah, yeah, it just looks like a doom, a nugget of doom. <laughs> nugget of doom. From the backup camera angle, it just kind of looks like a little nugget. It kind of looks like a little doom nugget. You're all going to die. It's kind of cool looking. Um, And finally, Reed is like, it's a mine. Duh. And it's the same kind that thermokinetically fucked us up. (laughs) I love Uh. this. So they figure out it's a mine. And then Archer doesn't order. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Full stop. Yeah. He doesn't doesn't do this. Let's stop. (laughs) He's like. A mine, as like <laughs> the stars are moving past them. <laughs> you can see it in the exterior shot where they're looking yeah. at it. Like they're still he in just motion. Keeps going. A mine. How about <laughs> oh, that? Interesting. Neat. I'd be like, I'm a full stop, full stop, full stop. Ugh. Yeah, no, nah, man. Eastbound and down. <laughs> going on and trucking. We're going to do what they say can't be done. <laughs> Oh, so they go through some options to get it off the ship, and Reed's like, somehow someone has to go out there and defuse it. He has he has the training, and I'm like, you're the only one. I mean, come on, like you're the only yeah. one. Bob bomb squads never send just one dude. I feel like there's a lot of bomb squad scenes where. Like, they have a bunch of people go in, but they're just yeah. dudes with, like, shields and stuff. And then there's one guy with glasses that's, like, red the, wire, the blue one, wire, you know, right. doing, doing that thing. Reed goes into the elevator and, I swear to God, strikes a pose. Like, Vogue Madonna strikes a pose. <laughs> Paint me this way, sir. Yeah, seriously. Monument um, to my heroism. My statue should look like this. <laughs> Well, no, I mean, it's more like, strike the pose. You know, like, in, as soon as the elevator closes, he's going to, like, whip his hands around and, like, put them up against his face, you know? And, like, <laughs> see, like seriously. Finally, Ahab thinks really hard and comes up with the idea that he's never heard of a minefield with just two mines. Oh, my God, that drives me crazy. I mean, the line itself, fair enough, but the right. next line isn't, oh, shit, stop. Full stop the ship. Stop. Stop the, with the moving. <laughs> Oh my God! Why were we still moving? Did I How not say stop? Ah, How did I? Yeah. Not? I can't believe I didn't think of that, Travis. You should have just stopped and then been like, "Look, I'm sorry, but we we just it's a minefield." Without me having to say, and then yeah. I'd have been like, "Okay, yeah, that's oh, good, good point, good point, Travis." 
how do we get out of here? We go backwards, and then and then we'll be okay. But no, right. none none no. of that happens. None of it at yeah. all. Yeah, they do some science stuff and and come up with a way to see the invisible minds. And the weirdest part to me is is um, to Paul like you know says like these were dev- designed to look for Sulaban, and Ahab gives her this look of death. Like that was weird. Why does he look at her that way? It was so mean. That was so weird. What what is that doing there? I, what is I, that cut? Like, e- even if you have it, even if you direct that, even if you're like, all right, then you look at her like, yo, fuck you. Yeah. And then, okay, cool. All right, cut. All right, great. When you go to the edit, why do you not why go do you like, do that? wait, why did I, why, what, what was I thinking? What? Yeah, it's really it was, odd. She didn't say anything shitty at no, all. No, no. And she wasn't like, I'm not going to fucking do it. You know, like <laughs> it's not. He looks at her as if her line, instead of "We made this to detect Sulaban things," was something yeah. like "A fine mess you got us into this time, fuck exactly nuts." Right. Which that's yes, the look he shoots. But oh so meanwhile we're getting this little montage of reed getting ready and seriously play vogue over those clips it totally works (laughs) so they actually see the mines and they're you know this green you know special effect that makes them you know show up on the view screens i do like these ev suits yeah Totally We've cool. seen them yeah. before. I remember, mm-hmm. let's see, we saw them in the episode where they find the, the dead aliens. Mm-hmm. Um, That's the second uh, episode. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Second episode, right, yeah. Space is disease and danger wrapped in darkness and silence. Which, oddly, our episode about the second episode mm-hmm. has, like, a lot of plays specifically. Oh! <laughs> I don't know why. Like, relative to other episodes. Yeah. I don't know why. I think people were just like... Yeah, I'm. I'm just not gonna watch, listen to the uh, the, the first pilot one. one. Yeah, <laughs> I watched the pilot. It was fucking terrible. The first two because we split that into two, and the pilot really wasn't bad. Well, that bad. I mean, right? There were, were wait, what was the worst pilot? Uh, let us know in the Facebook group or yeah. email us. We are Star Trek stuff at gmail dot com. What is the worst pilot, and why? Sci-fi in general, Star Trek in specific. No, Star Trek. Star Trek, Star Trek. specifically. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. The worst. I mean, yeah, shit. Yeah. If you want to throw in a bonus, uh, oh, also, I don't know. I'm just gonna. Torchwood sucked too. I don't know. I've never seen Torchwood. I have no idea. It could be fantastic, <laughs> but it's yeah, weird. It's super weird. Yeah. If there's another bad pilot out there, like I, I am curious actually. Oh to yeah, check totally. It out. But yeah, what was the worst, and then what was the best yes. pilot mm-hmm. of the Star Trek series? Agreed. If you're on Facebook, find our group. It's Star Trek Stuff Podcast, mm-hmm. and go ahead and join on in. So Reed's suit, uh, these these suits, these suits are cool, mm-hmm. uh, but there is an issue with the tubing on the back. Mm-hmm. There is not a way for one person to connect those. <laughs> no. The the helmet to yeah. the back thingy, bot whatever gadget. Yeah, they show him the doing it all by himself. I'm like, that's not possible. Yeah, arms don't all. work that way. You yeah. can't. You cannot do that alone. So I <laughs> was like, wait, hold on. How did? Wait, what? Yeah. I tell you what, though, I would do this all the fucking time. What? Go out like, on the EV suit on yeah. the outside of the ship. 
Just walk I don't on know, the man. outside of the ship. It would that's, freak me the fuck out. It but would totally pretty cool. freak me the fuck out. I'd get used to it, but yeah, like that's that's a hell of a thing to think about. Like just walking around outside the ship. <laughs> Is this the first time that we've seen this since um, first contact? First contact. I think so. Because that was a great scene. There, it's Picard and Worf, and they're walking on the outside of the Enterprise, mm-hmm. and you're just sitting there thinking, "Wait, we've never seen this before." I don't think That's so. That's crazy. Well, yeah. I mean, I was thinking, I was. I actually talked about it later on in my notes. Like, you know, you don't see the damage on the outside of a ship. You see lots of, like, interior shots where, like, you know, everybody, like, throws themselves against things and, you know, things fall from the ceiling and there's, like, steam vents, which, why are, why do they have steam? Why do they have steam vents, like, in the sh- inside <laughs> of a modern ship, whatever. Anyway. Full steam ahead! All aboard! On the bridge, Florida man comes in looking like he's just changed the oil on like 40 different cars at minimum wage. Um, And all he can say really is shit is fucked up, but nobody died. That's his entire report. Unlike the average day in Florida. Yeah. (laughs) Everything's fucked up. Uh, Thousands of deaths. A building collapsed and it was totally preventable. Yep. The state bird is a chicken finger. So they go over a plan to detach the mine by detaching what it's attached to. A plan B, if you will. And Reed is over the intercom, like, giving a play-by-play of what he's doing. And I don't think anybody actually asked for that. Which is really (laughs) funny. (laughs) That'd be great. He's like, I'm now... Oh, approaching the blah 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 the, the thing, and then somebody just goes, "Okay, okay, Thanks. okay, great." <laughs> well, yeah, just um, just let us know when you're done. Okay, <laughs> okay, we got every literally everything in engineering is broken. So, <laughs> can we just we're gonna focus on that? You do your thing. <laughs> yeah, you do that thing. We'll either get back to you or you get back to us. Whatever, yeah. that's fine. All you gotta do is press the little button. Just press the little button, and we'll we'll hear you. Okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone shall know of my exploits, <laughs> my heroics. Exactly, his fucking heroics, which is what yeah. this fucking episode is all about. So then we see the coolest thing in the episode: the Romulan ship. Yeah, I love how they did this because it really is like they took the TOS Romulan ship and like aged it a little bit, like brought it back to like an, a new an, a, a, a more past version very cool it looks great in the original series it was just like this shitty blue flying saucer with like a, a bird fly, feathers painted on it and stuff it was yeah. really weird yeah it had like a like a shitty biker tattoo <laughs> on the bottom of it <laughs> definitely one of the worst designs in all of Star Trek, honest yeah. to God, like it really was fucking trash. Yeah, this one though, uh, looks pretty. They cool. had some style back then, before yeah. that, because yeah. holy shit, it looks cool. I mean, it it, it does keep the same general shape. Mm-hmm. But yes, looks way way sharper. It has a couple yeah. extra, I don't know, lines, whatever. There's a couple little contours. That's the word I'm looking mm-hmm. for. Mm-hmm. A couple little contours on the top. Mm-hmm. You know, they they didn't go. A whole new design with it. They just kind of eh, made it nicer. Yeah, yeah. Very cool. Agreed. Yeah. So evidently the mines are using like an older version of the clo- cloaking software because they couldn't see the ship until na- until 
it actually decloaked. And Reed did say that uh, the Doom Nugget had all these little mm-hmm. micro uh, imppact craters mm-hmm. all over it. So it had been there for a long time. That's yeah. a good touch. That's a good was, way to kind of keep that consistent rather than just have a throwaway line. I don't know. Must be older. Right, right. You know, <laughs> having the physical evidence in front of you of it yeah. having been in space for a long time is a really it's good idea. Very I got to cool. give that to this yeah. episode for sure. It was very cool. They don't make like that anymore. So the Romulan ship hails them and just starts yelling at them. Like they don't like not I mean you can tell it's they're yelling at them. It's kind of awesome. Just open hailing frequencies and You kids get off my lawn. Yeah. <laughs> get off my property. It's yeah, it's it's really funny. Um we haven't heard a whole lot of Romulan as no. a language, have we? No, because it's always universal translatored. These are Romulans. They are without honor. They don't actually yet say it's Romulan, obviously. Um, but so Ahab calls down to Flocks and asks for Hoshi because he wants somebody to translate because evidently T'Pol can't do it, which whatever. And Flocks seems to be doing some like really, really basic pharmacy shit. <laughs> like he's yeah. mixing powders and slime together and like. It's really weird looking. I was like, what the fuck is he doing? Well, everyone's patched up. I'm going back to making Nickelodeon gack. Oh, boy. (laughs) Yeah. Like, okay. But Hoshi's got a really bad concussion and, like, these boogers on her face and stuff. So so she can't go anywhere. Uh, But but T'Pol just cannot translate. And I'm thinking, are the languages that different? I mean, I guess I guess they are. That gets into a thing with yeah. me with this episode. I'm yeah. just kind of eyes narrowing, like yeah, mm, yeah, yeah. Every time T'Pol interacts with this situation, yeah. And I'm sure that they tried to mm-hmm. keep it canon. Uh, I'm sure that there's ways to justify this. Yeah. But just realistically thinking about Vulcans and Romulans and their relationship, I don't exactly. I can't. I can't imagine that the entire language has absolutely zero connection. Like they are so completely different at this point that the syntax and the sentence structure is is just completely changed that much. You know what I'm saying? Like it just. It it make you I do the same thing. I'm doing the the Philip Fry like mm, I don't know about that. Yeah, Hoshi's like fuck it. I'm, I'm, I'm fuck I'll this. I'll get there. I'll get there. I'm I'm tough. I gotta go to the bridge. And Flox <laughs> is like, no, don't. And Linda Park's just like, oh, okay, fine. And then kind of lays back down. And it would have sold so much better if she was like you know head concussed uh, yeah. acting like like how people who who take a, a knock to the head act you know kind yeah. of foggy yeah. kind of fuzzy but she's just Instead like of just oh like, okay i'll just lay here it's in the script why do i need to do stuff <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> do i need to act the script i mean never <sighs> like audiobooks hate nazis listen to the holocaust saviors by Ryan Jenkins on Audible. Narrated by Adam. Hear the true stories of covert heroism during humanity's darkest hour. That's The Holocaust Saviors by Ryan Jenkins on Audible. So the Romulans get sick of their shit and charge weapons. 
and we get a shot of Florida man looking all kind of dirty. It's kind of nice. And they just shoot like a warning shot. <laughs> uh, actually, they shoot two warning shots really, really close to the ship. Yeah, one of them, they tell you, oh, they fired right over the ship. The second one, and this is one of my favorite shots in the whole episode. Oh, yeah. Is it goes kind of right over Reed's head. It feels that close, but it's not in, you know, quote unquote reality because, you know, the ship and it's really big and stuff like that. And he's just a tiny person. You could fire a mile right over somebody in space, and it would still yeah. be like, oh, fuck. Oh, God, that was really just, close. Yeah. Yeah, space is just so fucking big. But, yeah, it's a it's a really cool shot where you're mm-hmm. looking at the sort of back, sort of left side of Reed, and he's looking at the bomb, and you see that phaser just go, mm-hmm. psh, you know, or disruptor, right? That's what, yeah, rhyming yeah. ones are on. Disruptors, disruptors, yeah. Disruptor blasts just go, psh, like, kind of. Overheadish, yeah, and out out into space. It's like, oh fuck, cool. Yeah, that's a great shot. There's there's a few great shots and sequences that are right there in mm-hmm. that location mm-hmm. uh, around the the Doom Nugget. <laughs> so you know, Enterprise finally takes the hint, and Milk Toast is going to wind his way through the mines and get them out of there. And you know, Ahab warns Reed. And Milk Toast gets this cool, shiny new joystick that we've never seen before. And it is a joystick. It's just it's a straight up joystick totally. from a video game controller yeah. for a flight simulator yeah. that you can buy right now. It's just one of those. <laughs> and he uses it to go forward, forward uh-huh. into a minefield. Yeah. Did they not invent reverse yet? Uh, is that not a thing? Well, they were in orbit. So I I'm assuming and this is just giving them the writers lots of credit, but since they were in orbit, I'm assuming they had been moving along with the rest of the planet, so they may not be able to just back out. Like it's not like they were static in one place and just, you know, like they can't really back out. They have to kind of, you know, go out of orbit relative to the mines though they would be in the same place yeah this is unless the mines are like you know moving around and they're not uh, because we we see that they're not Mm -hmm. they're just standing still so it's like okay just yeah throw it in reverse yeah we can only assume that this has been you know pure luck that they haven't run into more of the mines after the first two if someone says to me you're in a minefield like i stop walking like i don't yeah. just keep keep walking up <laughs> no. you know i've never <laughs> seen only two mines in a minefield and then kablooey yep that's great uh yeah so they're like let's get the fuck out of there and then <laughs> i love that joystick milk toast just kind of sweats and like occasionally moves his eyes but i really wish he had like bitten his lip or like had some kind of physical manifestation of concentration other than just staring at the view screen really hard. He does do a little physical manifestation bit later on, which I mm-hmm. kind of love. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, yeah, me but too. that's later. We'll, we'll get to that later. He, so he has to play this Star Fox level. <laughs> <laughs> it really does look like an old video game. It like does. The, it's really, the green yeah. and the yeah. of yeah. it is and just he, you really know, bad. Then Reed has lots of lo- lots of more dialogue that basically just comes down to I think I can deactivate thing this thing, but it's going to be really hard. And I, c- I swear to God, like somebody turned that down. You know what I mean? Like on the bridge, like somebody was like, yeah, 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 and just turned it down. 
<laughs> you know, like, great. Thanks, Reed. Keep us updated. Yeah, okay, buddy. <laughs> just, he just pot the thing down. I love that idea so much. He just keeps talking. He starts going into, like, uh, when he thought he was going to die on the shuttle and he started writing <laughs> letters to all the women he banged. He just starts doing that again. Oh, she'll miss your smile. <laughs> no, with her it was the eyes. <laughs> oh, the eyes. And he just keeps going and absolutely no one is listening. I love that idea. That's fantastic. He just kept talking in one long incredibly unbroken sentence one thing that he says is uh, oh, do let me know if you go to war you know and he's just kind yeah. of doing a joke or whatever and i get to thinking how big is the warp bubble around a ship like if right. if he's standing on the ship um and it goes to warp it has to be big enough to where like he would yeah. just still be on the ship right 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 it may smush him though You know what I'm saying? It may, like, the warp bubble may smush him, like, pressure-wise. I mean, that's that's kind of, like, in my head, that's what would happen. The ship would become a center of gravity? Sort of, yeah, yeah. Because the warp bubble, like, surrounds the ship and and pushes forward. So, I mean, the warp bubble, in my head, it's sort of like um, a bubble underneath, like, really deep ocean. Like, there's, like, a lot of pressure. I mean, this is just in my head. <laughs> it c- I feel like a really common pastime sort of kind of thing would be people going like, hey, we're going to leave for such and such planet. They're going to go at like warp two. Do you want to go mm-hmm. outside for it? And they're like, yeah. And so you go, you put on the magnetic thing and you stand on the front of the ship and then they go to warp. And you're just like, what? <laughs> It'd be pretty awesome. What? But oh, you know what though? There's no uh, dampeners. They talk about internal dampeners all the time, so that basically, so that you don't get pressed up against the back wall when they go to warp. But it's not real propulsion when you're going to warp, right? Like it forms a bubble and then uh, you're pushed through space. Like it's not like the wind or anything, you know? Right. When, when the ship goes forward. You wouldn't like, oh, like. Oh no, I totally agree. Fall flat and, on and your back. You're just still standing there in the bubble. But there have been instances when there's something wrong with the internal dampeners, and shit gets fucked up when they go to warp. I'm trying to remember. There's there's a specific episode that I'm thinking of, and I can't remember what it was. I mean, if you went from say a full stop to the speed of light, just warp one. Right, right. You're just splattered. You're just a- a- absolutely everyone is just soup. Which is why I'm thinking, even if you were on the outside of the ship where there is no un- internal dampeners, that would be bad. I don't know. Anyway, Dude. let us know. <laughs> let, tell us. Tell us right in. Uh, we are Star Trek stuff at gmail.com. Enter into this argument. Yeah, because I, uh, man, I don't know. I don't either. The Facebook group is Star Trek Stuff Podcast. Mm-hmm. And uh, the email, if you want to just email, because hey, maybe you don't want to do Facebook because yeah. it's evil. Yeah. So email us. We are Star Trek Stuff at gmail.com. And we're on Instagram too, right? Star Trek Stuff Podcast. All one word. So we get more of Milk Toast and his super concentration, and something really interesting happens here. T'Pol just looks at Milk Toast and he and doesn't say anything. Right then, Milk Toast goes, "I see it," as though she did say something. I like that. Vulcans are supposed to be kind of psychic, 
Yeah, I, I don't think you need to be for this though. Like that's, he's, that's he's, sitting, true. he's sitting there thinking, okay, okay, watch out for this thing, and then yeah. she's sitting, and then she's going, oh my, oh my fucking god, does he see the thing? And he, <laughs> he realizes that she's staring at him, and, and he's like, I got it, I got it. <laughs> you're right, you're right. Back. <laughs> Probably doesn't require any psychic uh, communication. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> that's fine. I have zero problems with that. I must confess. I'm a bit psychic. So they have to take kind of a sharper turn than they had before. And the mine uh, out on the outside of the ship, like, kind of reacts to it and spits another kind of spider-looking thing out. And it goes through Reed's leg. Ouch. Brutal. It's Fuck. super brutal. It's super brutal. And he really should have passed out, to be totally honest. But he doesn't. And he's like, Rah! And what's cool is that his EV suit spits up a bunch of Fix-A-Flat. Yeah, it's awesome. It's really cool. It's a good idea. And last time we were out in an EV suit and on the hull of a ship like we were talking about before with uh, First Contact. Yeah. I guess they just stopped building that feature in? Wait, it must have caused cancer or something. (laughs) Yeah, causes cancer. Probably right. We don't know how Malcolm dies. Yeah. <laughs> he gets horrible leukemia from this from this you know, situation. Oh god, I shouldn't joke about that, but it's funny. Uh. <laughs> it seems I've got face cancer. Sir. It was that bloody mine. Oh, Just god. bring me some pineapple for my last meal. Pineapple cake, mind you. Yeah, that's true. Which with like creamy vanilla icing that doesn't that's not a good combo this sequence where the thing pops out and everything like that goes through his leg the cg hasn't aged that well no but but it's not bad i still love no no it's not it's not bad bad it's not like haha babylon 5 bad Mm. but it it doesn't look great but it's still really effective like it is it has to be in the way that it was shot and cut or whatever Mm -hmm. uh but i I thought it was great. Like you just like you're just like oh oh fuck. Like, it's you, definitely a visceral reaction to it. Yeah, yeah. Which means it was just done well. However, mm-hmm. they do that with the movie thingies. Uh, great job because it was totally effective. Because mm-hmm. we ha- we haven't seen a lot of shit like that, you know, mm-hmm. um, in in this show. We definitely haven't seen a lot of blood, like blood blood. Oh yeah, no, not at you, all. You, know, you, you just get some like you know kind of. <laughs> Goes out into space and then the fix a flat and everything. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which is fucking genius. The it fix is. a flat thing is so fucking smart. So smart. God, that's smart. Absolutely brilliant. But causes face cancer. So, right. <laughs> <sighs> it's not a so, perfect. Gene's vision was not perfect. <laughs> <laughs> there was face cancer still. It gets in your brain and it and it makes you invent insane sports, which Riker and his dad get real into later. It makes you obsessed with American gladiators. And that's you, what happened. Uh, Malcolm Reed created the what was it, Ambo Jitsu or something? Yes, yeah, bullshit like that. It's the ultimate sp- fighting sport or something. And it's ultimate just martial shit. art. The ultimate martial art, and it's just like some shit from American gladiators. With giant Q-tips. Oh, God. <laughs> the, the Q-tip fights from American Gladiators. This is so awesome. <laughs> oh, man. 
So, yeah. So Watch out for turbo, <laughs> nitro, laser. Let the game begin. Um, so Ahab is running out there before Reed even finishes the sentence, um, hands the bridge off to T'Pol, and Florida Man, okay, this confuses me, Florida Man says he should be the one to go out there because he's an engineer. Makes sense to me. And Ahab says, that's exactly why he needs him in here. What? The only thing I can think of is, I need you here because the engines are destroyed, asshole. <laughs> yeah. So why are you on the bridge? Like that that would be my question. The engines aren't destroyed. They're just, you know, like there was like some shit that got fucked up on the saucer section. Well, well yes, yes, the oh, thing yeah. with the with the saucer section. But remember we saw the en- engine room and it was uh blown to fuck. Like yeah. he was running around going, Oh shit. Oh, that was funny. Anyway. It's um, like a Panama Beach Saturday night. <laughs> Everything's on fire. Some man yeah. brought too many pyrotechnics. Um, <laughs> oh, God. Jackal, Jackal showed up on the reunion tour. <laughs> so, of course, they had a sold-out crowd, and then pyrotechnics went off, and, well, shit, we got 45 dead. Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, it wouldn't surprise. Yeah. Um, yeah. So in Flocks Bay, Hoshi tries to get up from the bed and ma- and try to go to the bridge. And Flocks, you know, is like, "Okay, I'm, I'll go bring the calm logs down to you." And Hoshi has the worst makeup on. It looks bad. It looks bad. If the lighting had been different, it wouldn't be so bad. But it's bad. It's really like you can see like the circle around yeah. the thing on her on her forehead, and it's like oh, it's man. like bad. Somebody doing it at like Halloween. You know what I'm saying? It's not good. Who phoned it in worse, Linda Park with the oh my head is concussed, yeah. or the makeup artist who was like oh <laughs> look you're wounded? No, yeah, you don't I'm give gonna... a shit. I don't give a shit either. Yeah, <laughs> fuck this show. <laughs> I would say I, I'm going to go with the, the makeup artist because that's some pretty shitty looking makeup. You blew it! So Paul is going to bring Hoshi's homework from school. <laughs> yeah, down to the down to there. Yeah, because she's out sick. Did you yeah. have anybody do that for you? Did you um, get your homework and stuff like from the school? Yeah, and it was always the bully down the street that had to bring it to me, too. This bitch named Rhonda. Ugh, fucking Rhonda. Yeah, yeah. I tried to be out as little as possible, just so I had as little as possible interaction with her. Fucking Rhonda. <laughs> Fucking Rhonda. You gotta be honest with yourself. It's not a good name. There's a Rhonda listening to this right now, just like slowly tearing up. Oh! Like, <laughs> she was like, I, j- I just wanted to listen to Enterprise. This is her first episode. <laughs> she doesn't give a shit about us yet. <laughs> She doesn't, she's like, they keep calling him Ahab, and then they started <laughs> insulting me because my name is Rhonda. The fuck did I do? I'm going to go listen to the, the, the official the great, Star Trek yeah, podcast yeah. with uh, Tawny Newsom and Paul F. Tompkins. I'm out. Fuck this. I don't blame you, Rhonda. Nope. Me neither. I don't blame you. Fucking Rhonda. <laughs> So out on the hull, and I'm I'm thinking that Archer just really wanted to do this. He was like, oh, oh I never got yes. to walk on the ship when, I, oh, when, yes. when we're in space. I've never done that. Yay. That's totally what it is. There are other people that work in tactical. Like, Malcolm alluded to them earlier at breakfast. Like, yeah. 
you can that that they have extra people Uh because he was like yeah yeah i need another tactical officer in uh the thing where the torpedoes are so we can do these things upgrades so yeah there are people that could that could do this and archer's just like no me (laughs) yeah 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 so he's like hey um i'm 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 doing this now Mm -hmm. and uh it's, it's not bleeding too much it didn't go through your leg bone right Reed makes some stupid joke about oh my cannibalism God. or something. What? what was that? That was not funny. Yeah, that was just That weak. was really gross and like uncalled for. Like what? It was like huh? Was that a joke? Is that cuz I, I I started thinking after that. I was like, dude, Y'all can't even give him like good dry British right. wit. Like he's yeah, gonna exactly. go, oh no, don't cut off my leg and serve the, it, and serve the, the cook will cook it and serve. Gross! That's not even funny. Oh, oh, you know our chef always cooking up limbs of crew members. Right. Looks like meat back on the menu, boys. Ahab is like really close to cutting the spike that's holding him down, and Reed does not like go, dude, stop. He like just goes, yeah, no, don't do that. There's um detonation circuits inside. I wouldn't advise that. Yeah, yeah. He does not freak out. He's that's very understated British shit. Like, <laughs> yeah, I- I'm sorry to bother you, sir, but right. this, it will cause all of us, uh, our lives, to all end. <laughs> exactly. There is something cool in this scene of a tiny detail, tiny detail about the EV suits, and uh, I liked it. Mm. The uh, earpieces. They have little earpieces, like yeah, that go in their left ear. Uh huh. Hopefully, they stay better than the Apple earbuds that I yeah. use because those things fall right the fuck out. I'm sorry, whose ears are shaped like that? Because they don't. They <laughs> same with mine. Like, do do I have like abnormally shaped ears? Because none of those earpod things work in my ears. So can you imagine? You're in the EV suit. It takes this all this time to get it in there. You have to bend your arms back in an impossible angle in order to connect the little tube things, and then you're like the earpod thing the, falls the earpod- out. It <laughs> falls out. We've lost. We've lost it. We've lost communication. You're sitting there going like, "Oh fuck! The thing, it just fell." Can you guys hear me? It's not by my shit. I can't hear you, but can you hear me? <laughs> I'm oh, coming God. back in. I'm coming. I'm gonna come. <laughs> it's like a shitty Zoom call where you lose the audio. Reed asks for some painkiller. And he, you know, says, I'll keep working on the mine. And Ahab stops him and is like, that will cause more damage to your leg. And this, these, this dialogue right here is odd to me because Reed is just insubordinate right here. He's just like, well, it's, you know, blah, 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 which is better, my leg or your ship. And if you're going to be strict military guy, you got the order. Take the hit. Shut the fuck up. Captain's going to do it. Ahab plugs into the suit, I guess. This is how we do uh, hyposprays right. in in space. You just flood the EV suit with just <laughs> some so. dank weed <laughs> because Reed just goes, yeah. And then he gets he gets really creepy, though. Like when he says, you know, can I have some more? And it's like, ugh. It makes me uncomfortable when he says that. What's that from, like, Oliver Twist yeah, or something? Yeah, yeah. Oliver Twist, yeah. Can I have some more? Gross. Gives me the shivers. Yeah, he gets he gets high as fuck, and he's just yeah. like, all right. <laughs> he knows the pieces fit. 
uh, which I'm determined to make the new, yeah, I'm like stoned in one with the universe, brah, like <laughs> saying. Yeah. 420 <laughs> is done. Like, it's all like we've, 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 we've beaten that horse. It's dead. Yes. It really, I know the really pieces is. fit. That's the new, that's the new stoner revelation phrase. All the pieces fit. No, uh, I know the pieces fit because it's from a tool song. I know the pieces fit. So Archer tells Reed about the plan to just detach and like, mm-hmm. yeah, you can just go. Yeah. And Reed's like, oh, it's a very good idea. And I started thinking, especially after a while, mm-hmm. you know what? That is a good idea. <laughs> and I don't just say it glibly. I mean it for both of them. Yeah. How much more interesting would this show have been had they been like uh well shit we can't um get get out of here uh without anyway blowing up breed so yeah yeah, well shit both of them they detach the thing (laughs) and they and it floats off and explodes and now to paul is the captain this is now the show (laughs) to paul is the captain and you have her and as and that and that's better yeah. And then you have these other people that we've only kind of barely just seen in the background or maybe they'll have like one line or something mm-hmm, like that. Mm-hmm. Bump all them up. There's now room because you need a new tactical officer and your yep. your captain is now the Vulcan captain yep. of an almost entirely human crew. Totally That's cool. an interesting story. Yes. And Malcolm, they told you and they told you in an episode before this and they told you in this episode again mm-hmm. that Malcolm is not interesting. No. They put it in the story. It was a whole ass episode. Uh-huh. Oh, it's been several episodes how they've described how <laughs> in uninteresting he is, honestly. Like it, I mean there's the the pineapple episode and then there's the episode where he's talking, you know, to all of his ex-girlfriends. I mean, that's not that is not an interesting person. We lose a very boring guy and Ahab, principal stepdad, <laughs> just going off of this episode. If you were coming into just this episode, yeah. oh no, not them! Right? Oh, please do all that you can to save, save those two. <laughs> Scott Bakula does do his best to walk around in quote unquote zero gravity with the magnetic boots on, but it's pretty bad. Uh, it's it's. I mean, it is just TV, you know. I really liked the way that they moved. Um, I didn't even think about it until um, a little while later when he has to pick up some kind of tool or something, and I'm like, oh, it looks like it has no weight. He's actually... Mm-hmm. That's not that easy. So no. I, I was I was gonna say I, I kind of think that they did a pretty good job it's- with the sort of moving slowly. I've watched Spacewalks. Um, mm-hmm. You know, you, you can see them. They'll put it on, like, YouTube. NASA yeah. will just, yeah. like, put that shit. It's, it's really fascinating and just mm. fucking crazy. They're just working on some kind of little piece on the outside of the, the space station or mm-hmm. the shuttle or something, and you can just see fucking Earth going yep. by. Yep. And there, you do have to be very deliberate in your movements because oh, yeah. if you lose the wrench, well, that That's... wrench was $9 million, and... yeah. Uh, now it's just going to float in space. So they zoom out and they show kind of where they are on the ship, which is very cool. They're talking about how like the section that they're on is like the impulse manifold, blah, 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 blah. And it's kind of like, really? Because that's just on the side of the saucer section. Yeah, I think they just had to be like, yeah, it's uh, Im- Im- important. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, because I was like, uh, okay, seems weird that it's on the saucer section. Like above people's heads and shit. If they really wanted to make us give a shit, 
they would make it right on top of the captain's uh, quarters because that's, <laughs> that's where, where Porthos, Porthos is. is. Yes. There you go. Exactly. Now we <laughs> care. He's just, yep. And Porthos like looks out the little uh, window. He's like, Bork! And he <laughs> Bork. sees Archer and they, we waves and it'd be great. See? <laughs> see? There was time for Porthos. You could have put Absolutely. that in. You could have done that bit right there yep. instead of Reed going like, oh no, Chef is going to cook my leg. Put the dog in there. You that would have been okay. ten times better. You're not going to fuck up putting the dog in. <laughs> <laughs> so down in Flox Bay, Hoshi translates the language just by listening to it because she has superpowers. <laughs> And uh, it talks about how she says the name Romelin, and I love that. Mm-hmm. And then T'Pol corrects her along with this big, like, dun-dun-dun kind of music swell. Romulan. Yeah, yeah. The name is Romulan. I liked the um, mispronunciation of it. It reminded me of when Dax goes, the Maquis? Yeah. <laughs> the Ma- Maquis? It's the Maquis. <laughs> it's from a play, Les Miserables. I can't, Ugh, I've never I've God, never tried I, to do Cisco. I don't know. Geez, that's impossible. You can you can imitate Shatner. You can, but man, Avery yeah. Brooks. No, he also had a singular delivery that where only he sounded like that. Yep. Really, only he can sound like that. I don't know what that was. Have you ever watched The Prisoner? No, I don't know what that is. The Prisoner was a 1967 avant-garde uh, science fiction TV series, and the. Um, the major um, protagonist was played by Patrick McGowan, and he totally sounds like Cisco, or Cisco sounds like him, one or the other. Oh, okay. And it's it's very like this weird delivery where you start off on a kind of a you know quiet note, and then you get really angry for no reason, you know. And that's kind of the way Cisco works, and it's that's totally where it comes from. I'm pretty sure, but I think you would really love The Prisoner if you watched it. Back outside, Ahab remembers the name uh, because obviously at this point they're talking, you know, T'Pol is talking to Ahab and he says he read about them, which really wasn't really reading about them. He just read them on a cover of a book. He read it just the way that guys like Archer say that they read books. (laughs) He saw the front cover, went Romulan Star Empire and looked at the back for a second. Then Daniels was like, don't read that. Be like, yeah, I read your book. That is exactly the guy that would say he read a book uh-huh. just just because he held it in his hands for a few seconds. <laughs> no, you didn't. T'Pol says, yeah, they're super aggressive and territorial. And then she says Vulcan High Command has never made contact? Lol. Straight what? up lie. Bullshit. Straight up lie. Straight Bullshit. up lie. You know, I got just two words to say about that. Oh? Bullshit. I mean, she may think that. But it's not really true. T'Pol is like, no, it's Romulan. Romulan. And yeah, Trip yeah. immediately goes, oh, fuck, you're not telling us something again. Like, he, <laughs> he goes right back to that racist shit from, like, yeah. season one. He's just like, oh, this lying fucking Vulcan, oh, sneaky Vulcan. <laughs> it, it's right on t- on his face right there. Uh-huh. So that was kind of what I started thinking. Like, like, oh, she's yeah. bullshitting, dude. There's no way they don't fucking know each other. I think it's more of a situation where she doesn't know what Vulcan High Command knows. Yeah, but this idea that these two nearly identical races have like it, never met mm-hmm. and they're from that's just 
crazy yeah, talk. Let's get the fuck out of here. Back on the uh, outside of the ship, Reed is continuing to walk Ahab through disarming the mine, and I, the thought occurred to me, like, I wonder how much real, like, real world bomb diffusing they used, and I'm like, eh, never mind, it doesn't seem like very likely, but what the fuck do I know? I only watched The Hurt Locker once, so... I kind of <laughs> disregarded that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it turns out the way to uh, diffuse minds is to do uh, puzzles. Right. <laughs> <laughs> do puzzles at the Doom uh, Nugget. That's that's <laughs> how they recruit bomb uh, diffusers is uh, they test people with um, uh, Seventh Guest and uh, Mist. You yeah. have to nail every puzzle in the Uncharted video game series. <laughs> And then they're like, yeah, well, you know what? We think you're ready. The dialogue does build some tension, but otherwise it's completely useless dialogue. You know, the whole turn this counterclockwise at 180 degrees and reinsert it. And, you know, it's all vaguely kind of sexual, like you're playing pool, you know? I've never thought of pool and sexual. Oh my god! You're playing with a stick and you put it in the hole and you're playing with balls. And I mean, come on! (laughs) Now that you say it, I could I totally hear it. Nice. So Archer starts bringing back up the small talk from breakfast. (sighs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, great. There is a good, like, dry British line, and that's what's so frustrating about the cannibalism line is that (laughs) there are good ones. Right, right. He's he's like, I haven't started following any sports since breakfast, sir. Uh, Yeah, That's good. I like that. Yeah, and Ahab's like, it keeps me calm, and and Reed's like, well, it doesn't me, sir. (laughs) It's making me freaked out. And I just realized I don't. It's glaring to me because I'm because of how I'm watching it. But in the light of the helmet, you can see that the dude playing Reed has really severely chapped lips. Okay. It looks terrible. Like you're like, mm, why right. in the fuck did the makeup artist let him get away with lips that are that chapped looking? They were so busy putting in so much work on Hoshi's injuries. <laughs> They try and, and talk or whatever, and, and Malcolm's like, "Yeah, I, I, I'm not, I'm not into this whole hangout with your principal captain mm-hmm. thing because I'm a fucking professional, <laughs> and you're a fucking child out here with your dad's toy." <laughs> okay, there, there are two sides to that argument. You know, Ahab's all like, or uh, he he describes a former CEO that was like, they're your, you know, troops, not your friends or whatever. And Reed is like, yeah, that's how I feel. But at the same time, Ahab says, this isn't a typical mission and they have to depend on each other. And his point, which he doesn't actually say, is that it's really important to know as much as possible about each other. And to, and when you get to know someone in at least a little bit less formal way, you can kind of gauge them and um, understand where they're coming from and maybe it might save your life in a situation because you know um, their reactions. 
Yeah, yeah. You, you know people's strengths and weaknesses mm-hmm. around you. Mm-hmm. And you and you kind of have a emotional shorthand with them. Totally. I mean, that Archer has a, a good point. Like, look, we're going to be out here together for a while. In extremely dangerous situations. I think you're right that there's two sides to this. And I think the episode is kind of leaning more on like, eh, but Archer's right. Yeah. Which, okay, fine. I don't, I'm, I'm, I'm not mad if that's like what we're supposed to take take away from oh, this definitely. but okay that's fine i don't i'm not sure that they're totally on archer's side but they do leave it leave the question open ended um cuz cuz reed doesn't it's not like reed suddenly changes his mind they don't make plans to have breakfast later archer's like well keep going yeah <laughs> keep, <laughs> i love that keep talking keep running your mouth so he's like he's like all right well your security protocols suck and your bridge protocols suck yep and, um you, you just like let people t- this, this is actually stupid this was uh something that i was totally like nah man archer's right about this oh yeah uh he, he's, he's like you let bridge officers talk yeah yeah, basically, there's He's too like, much democracy going on. That's some bullshit. Bullshit. Why are you listening to people? Yeah, it's like because I need their advice. Like, um, can you imagine having to Paul in your ship and you just being like, "Yeah, I listen to you." Well, that's kind of what they've been doing <laughs> for a long time. I mean, I mean, that's. That's really that's like right. <laughs> what, what is Reed? That's true. What is Reed's complaint? <laughs> they don't listen to T'Pol. <laughs> oh my god! No one has learned, I guess, that they should be listening to T'Pol. Are you even listening to what I'm saying? We should be yeah. listening to everyone even less. <laughs> that's his conclusion after watching. To Paul be right over and over again. Over and over and over. <laughs> and Archer just <laughs> causing chaos throughout the fucking sy- sector. Yeah. <laughs> and Reed's takeaway is like, yeah, more Captain Fuck Up. <laughs> Let's do that more. That's his takeaway. What a fucking idiot. You know what? Detach the hull. Detach the whole plating thing. Let him float away. Le- bye bye. <laughs> God. Oh, He's God. like, oh, nothing's interesting about me, and I have oh, terrible observation skills. Oh, I can't learn shit. So since we've completely forgotten about it, um, because they don't go back to it or build any tension around it, um, they now just now have flown out of the minefield. Um, and Because we haven't seen much of it, because who cares about milk toast? Yeah. Who gives a shit? What? He's just, he's just playing Star Fox. But now we do for a second, and Trip tells him, you know, you've earned a break, but Milktoast is like, no, I'm okay, I'm okay. At that moment is that physical thing that he did, which is yeah. when he let go of the joystick, and he kind of had to stretch his hand out. And like kind of shake his arm a little bit, like he was just like so tense, and yeah. It's just a really small, kind of smart acting choice that, Oh, yes. That he made, and uh, it's just great, because he hardly gets to act. Mostly just <laughs> yeah. like, okay, Travis, look concerned. Yeah. And yeah. action. Okay, great. Or That's Travis, it for that. look angry. Okay. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Bye. Yeah. yeah, so then back to the bomb squad. They're doing a pretty good job of, I, I, I think here in this section, they're doing a pretty good job of moving in space without moving yes. in space I, yeah. I don't know the prop with the he says he says oh, i need a hyper spanner which means what like the earth. fuck is a hyper spanner a spanner is a name for a wrench like a right 
Uh, right. So I guess it's like a turbo wrench. <laughs> <laughs> like a turbo lift. So he's like, yeah, get the sonic screwdriver. And it it doesn't look like a wrench at all. It's just like a thing. Um, yeah, it, yeah. But it, it looks like it's really lightweight, and that's a really good choice in terms of the prop because it's yes. very difficult to make a heavy object look, look light. light. Very, very difficult. So good call there. Mm-hmm. Um, and most of these shots uh, are pretty close in. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I thought, oh, that's actually really smart because that – save some money and I've mm-hmm. gotten a little in the habit of noticing the money saving uh scenes like yeah. last episode where it was like why show people get out of the ship just have a light and they walk in right. like that's <laughs> that's brilliant man it's to- no it's totally smart yeah 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 just get in a little bit close we don't need we know where they are you don't need to see the stars it's fine uh-huh uh so you know pretty smart i like that yeah yeah uh, There's something that you lose, though, in those out-in-space moments, which is, like, the infinite crushing blackness of it. Yes. That's kind of the part that I would be freaked out by. (laughs) The infinite crushing blackness of it all. The awe of the moment is kind of lost when you don't have that. But, Mm -hmm. you know, okay, hey, you know, we're on a budget. We gotta, we gotta, I mean, (laughs) what if they had more of those shots, and then we, okay, cool, and you get that, that's, pressing sort of you know you're hearing them breathe and all this yeah, stuff like that yeah yeah you're, you're you're getting that but you miss out on that totally sweet exploded saucer section shot at the very beginning right and right. you got to have that at the very beginning because you it do. hooks you in you're just like oh fuck yeah oh what yeah what are they gonna do now yeah freezes as the general lee is jumping and they're like well them them uh enterprise boys got themselves in a pickle <laughs> <laughs> It turns out Reed is afraid of water. I mean, well, no, specifically he's afraid of drowning. Who the fuck and isn't I'm like, afraid of who drowning? The fuck exactly. I'm pretty sure everybody's afraid of drowning. <laughs> Not me. I love to drown, says yeah. some guy who like went swimming once and then <laughs> that was it because he loved what happened when he didn't get out of the water. <laughs> They talk about how they he didn't go into the Navy, and I'm like, why do they need a Navy? <laughs> Seriously. What is the point of the Royal Navy when uh, we don't really do... Well, what's the point of the Navy right now? Like, well, we're still spending zillions of dollars to like yeah. look for German U-boats or something? Like, what no. the fuck are they doing? It's, it's all support the... Tr- it's all... Troop support, Hell yeah. carrying stuff from one place to the other. Um, it's uh, a lot of um, uh, patrolling for pirates. It's a lot of that. It's a lot. It's basically it's basically commercial. No, what it is, it's 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 uh, government sponsored corporate interest um, logistics. That's what it is. Why do you hate America? <laughs> Have you and he starts yeah. telling this story about his great uncle. Oh God, this is <sighs> such a fucking downer. It's it really it actually gives you a little bit of insight into Reed because he's such a fucking downer personality. I, I really, really tried to uh, empathize with this. I not long ago did a whole like made a little video thing and restored all this audio for a great uncle who I never knew. Right. So I really wanted to connect to this. 
because it's like, man, um, okay, yeah, he found inspiration in this great uncle specifically, a great uncle yeah. who yeah. Uh, he kind of wanted to follow in his footsteps and, and whatever. This this story meant something to his family. Yeah, I had something similar to like that. So I just, I, I, I tried. I wanted to be there for this, and I just halfway Couldn't. through started looking at my phone. And I was just like, yeah. oh, yeah. my God, because uh, I never do that, like when I'm watching for the show and stuff. And yeah, so I just yeah. like put it down like, ah, don't do that. And, uh, if if people start doing that, it, it's it sucks. Like I realize that that's not a <laughs> exactly. test that they could have run at the time. But yeah, yeah, mm, yeah. Nah. The only part of the story I found interesting was that um, the accident that killed him happened because it was a leftover mine from some world war or something. So he's specifically saying that there wasn't a war. He he wasn't in any kind of specific, um, you know, governmental conflict, but it was like an act, like because of past world wars. I thought that was interesting, but, but I'm a history nerd and I like stuff like that. So he's just talk, he's talking and he's like doing this Debbie Downer uh, story. <laughs> uh, and I'm just sitting here just going like, just get to red wire, blue wire. Yeah. Just, yeah. Uh, just, I'm done. I'm done yeah. with the with the doom nugget. I'm kind of yeah. over it. Yeah, uh, it's pretty cool that the thing is like stuck through his leg. That was pretty metal. Um, mm-hmm. I, I just start kind of like, all right, let's yeah, let's move it. Yeah, we have no B story. It's just this. Yeah, and I like I love it when Ahab finally cuts him off and is like, yeah, I get it. You're willing to sacrifice your sacrifice yourself, but why don't you shut the fuck up? <laughs> and then Ahab, and then he keeps going on about it, and and Ahab's like, seriously, shut up. How about you sacrifice your mouth for a minute? Yeah, just shut exactly. the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. Uh, he's like, just blow me up, and then uh, <laughs> and then he's like, oh, also I have to pee. <laughs> huh? I gotta pee. <laughs> I believe he said he had to go pee. <laughs> in the future, really? You can't pee in the suit? Mm-hmm. Get the fuck out of here. You can't pee in the suit. Oh, agreed. What, make a thing where you <laughs> do where you could pee in the suit. Get the fuck out. Uh, it's got a thing that will uh, fix a flat, a wound through your yeah. fucking leg, but you can't <laughs> pee in the suit? Fuck uh, you. <laughs> Indeed. That's stupid. <laughs> Maybe that's what they that's what they switched in by the time that first contact came around, you could totally pee in the suit, but they got rid of the fix-a-flat because of the face cancer. Right after Worf was like, assimilate this, and then shot the Borg <laughs> off the ship, he just like <laughs> he just whizzed. pissed a river out of both dicks. <laughs> so weird. Klingons have two dicks. And that's canon because people made jokes on the internet. <laughs> Uh, so right after that, the two Romulan, two Romulan ships now, it was, was just one, but two Romulan ships decloak in front of the, or, you know, in back of them chasing around. And it's totally like a pair of cops. Like it's totally just intimidation, mm-hmm. you know, like chase, like go, go, go. Why am I being detained officer? The Romulans show up and they're like, just blow Reed up. And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's just- fine. Lose both of these guys. Uh, the the show would be better. Just we yeah. just look. This is the beginning of season two. We're only in like episode three of season two. Get brave. It'd be really impactful to like 
blow up Reed and Ahab. That'd be fucking awesome. Just blow them up. Just blow them up. Every fucking blow, blow up the episode because see every every bomb threat scene in a movie or a TV show is the same thing. Uh, it's very delicate, and they try taking the thing apart. And then, oh, we've we, we've got it. Oh, no, we didn't get it. Oh, yeah, red wire, yeah. blue wire. So I'm just sitting yeah. here going, just going, just give me the wires. Just come on, come on. Give me the Star Trek equivalent of the wires. We've been doing this for too long. There's no B-plot. There's no cutting back and forth. I'm just kind of over it, like, already. Mm-hmm. And I felt yeah. bad about that. But yeah. I just... The episode itself wasn't bad. It was just kind of... Spread out too long. It was spread out too long, yeah. Yes, it was yeah. spread too thin. Yes. Yeah. It does the thing where it's almost diffused and, oh, it's wake- woken back up. And Ahab's like, no, I'm going to totally dismantle this thing to diffuse it. And Reed's like, no, dude, it's just let me die. It's so very goth of him. Yeah. <laughs> it's very goth. He goes into very goth, you know, drama queen kind of th- antics. You know, he unplugs his oxygen, you know, like a fucking drama queen. And Ahab gives him more <laughs> oxygen. And he he tells him, if you know, if he were the kind of guy Reed thinks he should be, he would bust him back down to crewman. God damn it! <laughs> fucking cats! Jesus Christ! Hang on one second. <laughs> Me running. <laughs> Archer, uh, when he's like, "Oh no, he's he he detached the thing that he can't reach." Uh, yeah. he's he he takes that big giant scanner thing. It's right. like a like a big Nintendo Switch with a weird handle, and he just goes no. <laughs> It like flings it off into space, and I just kept going. Where's where's that going? I didn't. Wait, hold on. <laughs> I don't know why I got concerned about whatever that scanner piece of gear is. But I was just like, what? No, if, what if he flings it and it hits a mine? <laughs> True, right? <laughs> they're they're out of the minefield though, so it's okay. Yeah, Reed is the biggest goth drama queen ever. Pretty much every Starfleet captain would do what. Archer's doing here. Absolutely. Trying to, so so that's fine. I was trying to think of exceptions though, and I'm just like, I feel like this would be like Lorca, like you'd get a, a hint <laughs> yeah. of who Lorca really is yeah, in a yeah. scene like this, where he's like, oh no, we're going to save you, and then he, oh, ooh, something's wrong with my comm, they can't hear me in the bridge, and then he just like boots the motherfucker off. <laughs> <laughs> Just shoots him and goes like, oh, oh yes. Oh. We it turned out he was bleeding out a lot worse than we thought, and oh. mm, better just let it go. Sorry, yeah. M- Mirror Universe Solutions <laughs> is a song I made. Ahab comes back inside and tells them that they're going to detach the plating, and Florida Man is like, "Well, Reed was a good guy. I'll I'll always remember him." <laughs> like before he even likes hears the rest of the plan, you know. Um, but so then he wants to know if shuttle pad hatches can withstand the blast. This is the craziest fucking plan ever. Yeah, this is bad shit. It's this totally is... bad shit. <laughs> it's kind of like that question. So why don't they just make the planes out of what they make the black boxes out of? <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> Archer exactly. Get me the thing that can withstand the explosion that the hull of the ship could not withstand. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's just like, what? Hang on now. 
And T'Pol's like, I'm assuming there's no point in trying to talk you out of this crazy ass shit. I love that. Yeah, that's a good one. We get another really awesome CGA shot, CGI shot of the ship's damage, but it's like uh, cooled off now. It's not on fire, so it's it's you know it's out, but it's like all black and gnarly looking. And even in DS Nine or TNG, we only got the interior damage. Like every great once in a while, you'd see on DS Nine like. Um, like a stream of uh, fiery sparks coming off of a ship, but that was it. You never got a close-up. I think uh, it would be pretty awesome to see an HD remaster and stuff where they can Ooh, go in and kind of add yeah. those details during like the big battles with the Dominion and everything. And You're damned right. Florida Man jettisons the whole plating, and, it, and it's kind of, you know, it just like has some gas releases, you know, and it kind of flies away, you know, floats off. Yeah, the floating away shot is really cool, too. Mm-hmm. I love the way that that looks. Like, that just, yeah. okay, shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it definitely. There's definitely an oh shit kind of um, aspect to it. I, I would have loved, like, one reaction shot of mm. Archer looking, looking at down. the ship yeah, yeah. As, as he floats away from it, and yeah. then back at the bomb, and then, like, kind <laughs> of the, oh, my God, we're really oh here, aren't we? Oh, my God, what are we doing? <laughs> what are we doing? What are we doing? This is crazy. <laughs> that would have been great. <laughs> I immediately regret this decision. So on the floating platform, speaking of which, Ahab cuts the spikes that are holding Reed to the mine. And it's, you know, and of course it rearms and, you know, gets all uh, antsy again. And they're holding these flimsy AF looking (laughs) sheets of metal that are supposedly (laughs) the shuttlecraft hatches. And they don't look like shuttlecraft hatches. They look like sheets of aluminum with handles on the backside. That's all it looks like. Yep. (laughs) <laughs> so Reed floats away and then Ahab pushes himself away and they have those little psh things that make them go forward, you know. And just in the nick of time, they put the hatch in front of themselves and then the mine booms. And the problem I have here is that they spin around, you know, they like kind of twist mm-hmm. around and put the, the thing in front of them. But if this were in space and real, they would just keep spinning. Yeah, I thought the same thing. I was like... They would have either had to have held the doors in front of them and then yeah. pushed off right. just straight back. Right. Or they would have had to have timed their spin around perfectly. And there Incredibly is a thing there yeah. where they're like disagreeing about how long it took for the thing to rearm itself. Right. And he's like, 10 seconds. He's like, no, it was 20 seconds. And right. It's like, what, it doesn't did, matter. You're going to die. Well, it matters if you're trying to do the spin move. Right, exactly. If you're like, exactly. yeah, it blows up in 10 seconds, and then 10 seconds go by, you're still spinning around, you're like, oh, yeah. fuck, who knows yeah. where I'm going to be facing when this thing goes off. <laughs> exactly. So in that case, it does matter, but... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's... um. Yeah, I don't I don't know why the spin move thing. I think it just would have made sense to go, okay, we good, all right, and then push back. Yes, exactly. I think so, too. It's not like they showed, like... They were timing it just right, and then there's a yeah. shot with them looking, oh my god, are we going to make it? Like that, none of that right. was there. It was Not, just, yeah. they turned around. So um, T'Pol tries to get in touch, and their uh, comms are down or whatever, and Travis finds them using the scanner, and they open the doors to the launch bay to sort of swallow them? Where was that shot? I hated not having I that know. shot. I know. That would have been amazing. I hate getting told about a shot like that yeah. and then not yeah. seeing it. 
Exactly. We we get told all of this detail and see absolutely none of it. We don't see the Romulans, you know, uh, loading their guns or anything. We don't see any anything of it. And it would have looked so cool. Yeah. Or they could have used the transporters. Yeah, why not? You've already been through enough. Do the fucking <sighs> transporter. They exactly. still yeah, they yeah. they have straight up forgotten that the transporter is there. They've used it. Uh-huh. Archer used it. He went through it. He did a whole whoop 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 thing, like making sure his yep. like organs were all in the same place mm-hmm. when he went through it. So I don't know why we're forgetting that this exists. But yeah. All right. Yeah. So then we see the cap and Reed in the launch bay on the floor. And Reed, you know, is like, oh, I guess your style of command isn't so bad, har, 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 you know, because I'm alive. Um, and then they argue about how long it took the mind to blow. And then this, the final shot is everybody standing around, you know, trying to take care of Reed's leg. So, and that's when the episode ends. <laughs> yeah, the ending was was very sitcommy. Um, yeah, just kind yeah, of like, very... oh boy, oh, everything's okay again. The gang's uh... all back together. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> At least have the dog run in and like lick Archer's face. Yeah. Or oh, that would be so good. <laughs> do that. Yeah. Yeah. Do that. I don't know. Fucking anyway. So good. So. For me, this episode dragged in places because, mm-hmm. like we said, it was just spread too thin. It's one story, yeah. spread a little too thin, um, mm-hmm. suffered from some effects that weren't great, um, bad makeup, um, yeah. a couple of wonky things performance-wise yeah, here and there. A couple of weird lines that just are like, what? That's not in, that's not in good, good taste or funny at all. There were things that I liked about it, though. I I yeah. really liked seeing the Romulans. Yes, and it was um, correct use of the Romulans too. In TOS, they were like, "Well, we don't really do the face to face communicate. We don't do the mm-hmm. FaceTime thing. We just do speakerphone." And then they're like, "No, fuck it, do it." And then they're like, "What? You look like a Vulcan." Who would have known? There was some cool direction. Definitely some just really well composed shots. And yes. sequences. I'm going to give it to the director more than the writer. 100%. Yeah. So for me, it's pretty uneven. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is. I'm going to just kind of call it uneven as far mm-hmm. as good, bad. Eh, mm-hmm. eh. Yeah. But yeah. Um, definitely not like a piece of shit. It's one I actually do rewatch. And mainly because um, of the next episode. What happens in this episode applies to the next episode, which is pretty cool. And they don't do that very often. So yeah, this was a episode that allowed itself to call back to not just an episode, but like an arc earlier, mm-hmm, sort of like mm-hmm. that whole the whole time thing. Of uh, they cut it to where all he's saying is, "When I was with Daniels." Right. When you're still trying to do episodic television for syndication, mm-hmm. you don't want to call back too much. Yes. Right. Or right. Or it's it's a risk. Let me just say mm-hmm. it's a and mm-hmm. it was something that um, Berman. Rick, yeah, Rick Berman was really big on yeah. not doing, not having yeah. these arcs and stuff like that because he wanted the syndication exactly. To be fair, that was how uh, the original Star Trek made all its money. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, the, by the third season, nobody watched that fucking show. Like, it was yeah, gone. Exactly. And yeah, then, yeah. over the years, it started getting picked up and picked up, and yep. sci-fi fans just, you know, and here we are. 
you know, mm-hmm. 55 years later. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. So, you know, so I, you can't get too mad at a, a, a franchise like this that uh, built itself on syndication, or I should say uh-huh. rebuilt itself yeah. on syndication. Absolutely. Uh, to be concerned about that sort of thing. So, okay, mm-hmm. fine. So, it is nice to see them take that risk to, to call back to earlier episodes. Not the mm-hmm. first time. There was the whole Andorians thing. The second time that we saw Shran uh, with mm-hmm, the, the Love mm-hmm. Shack episode and all that. <laughs> um, <laughs> boobs <laughs> in face. Oh, God. <laughs> that was all about the first time that we saw the Andorians. Yeah. So, I, I like watching the show take that risk at the time Yes, that that was going on because streaming just still wasn't the thing it, it back then. This was like two thousand two. Yeah, not at all. Yeah, yeah, not at all. We both kind of agree that it tracks. Yeah, I'll say it tracks one hundred percent. There's there's yeah. plenty of uneven episodes that have stuff <laughs> yeah. in it that are that fucking are awesome. fantastic. Yeah, 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 that's fine. It, it, this yeah. tracks. Yeah. Um, band name? How about Prima Malone? Panic at the Ballroom. Doom Nugget. Doom Nugget. Yeah, I was I was good. I was waiting for you to say it. Um, I went with something a little more like um, uh, hipster. Uh, no need for a navy. <laughs> That's good. I like it. There was that punk band. No use for a name. Oh, I like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I like no use for a navy. That's pretty good. <laughs> no need for a navy. No need for a navy. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Lots of alliteration in there. That is really good. I think that's a good one. Yeah. Uh, so, non-track recommendation? Before I get to that. Yeah. Uh, I got immediate messages after our last episode because oh? I was of the show I was recommending. Uh-huh. <laughs> Apparently, it's uh, Pen15. Oh. <laughs> I was wondering about that, too. I was like, that seems really weird that they would do that way. And, but I but, didn't really, like, follow up on it, you know? Oh, my God. That's that's yeah. good. I'm glad somebody told you. <laughs> yeah. That was Pen15. I'm a dumbass. Sorry about that. I consider this a uh, retraction or apology or whatever. Yeah. A correction, if correction. you will. Correction. Yeah. That show was called Pen15. Apparently, it was a thing <laughs> in middle school that I just missed out on. You know gotcha. what they did with pens when I was in middle school? Uh-huh. Uh, you take the pen and then you just like get like a piece of paper, or whatever, like that, and you just like just at, yeah, just put as much scribble. friction, ba- scribble back and forth as fast as you could, and uh-huh. then stab someone with it, and so it would burn them. <laughs> <laughs> And so in non-school-to-prison um, pipeline, <laughs> we called them parishes, but counties, Right. people did normal <laughs> things. Like yeah. to say, hey, do you want to be in the Pen 15 Club or something? And they're like, uh, yeah, okay. And then you write penis on it. And it looks uh, okay. Yeah. Some shit like that. Something that yeah. normal people did. I, I didn't know about this, but okay. I didn't that, know about that either. Yeah, that's weird. That's where that show's name came from. And I've gotcha. watched a few more episodes, and it is fucking hysterical. So I'm just going to stand by that uh, okay. early. Because I'd seen like one episode. I was like, I think this is funny. I'll recommend it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, I'm a couple episodes in it. It is very funny. Great. Um, good, good, good. So, but this week, so sorry about that. That was that was dumb as shit, and I looked like an idiot last episode, <laughs> which is fine. That happens. My non-check recommendation is going to be a channel on YouTube. So YouTube account channel. I don't know mm-hmm. why are they cha- mm-hmm. uh, channel. Well, well, yeah, channel uh, called Second Thought. 
it's it's political stuff. It's mm-hmm. socio political, economic. These kinds of big overarching issues, the climate, everything like that. Um, I think that they just break it down, or or he. I think it's just one person, but uh, these issues kind of get broken down and and looked at pretty clearly. Uh, from a non-reactionary standpoint. So the channel's second thought is going to be my non-Trek recommendation. Cool. Thank you. Do you have a non-Trek recommendation? I do have a non-Trek recommendation. I was going to go with one thing, but I think I'm going to go recommend The Prisoner. Um, and you can sign up on Tubi with like a free account. It doesn't cost anything. It's one of those things that um, is very alternate um, thought kind of things um it was really mind-blowing for the 60s um there's a lot of uh kind of acidy you know you know kind of shit going on but it the premise of it and the kind of thought experiments that go on on in each episode is re- was really ahead of its time um, so yeah, that's going to be my recommendation. I, I'm surprised I haven't recommended it before. Sounds like it knows the pieces fit. I know the pieces fit. <laughs> yes, definitely, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> uh, Regina funny. George pops up. Stop trying to make <laughs> it makes the pieces fit. <laughs> it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen, Gretchen. <laughs> All music by Maximum Busy Muscle. Check out MaximumBusyMuscle.BandCamp.com. Remember to check out The Holocaust Saviors by Ryan Jennings on Audible. Yeah. That uh, helps the show out a lot. But if you really want to help the show, and I think that we've kind of got lax on on encouraging people to do this. Yeah, probably, yeah. But uh, leave a review. Leave a big, fat, five-star, good thing, whatever, on whatever mm-hmm. app you're listening to us on. I don't know what all of it is. Especially Apple. That's usually the one that, that uh, makes the most difference for us. I mean, if, you're, if you want to make a difference for us, that's the place to do it, Apple. Yeah, leave us that, that killer five-star review on iTunes. Mm-hmm. It, it really does help the show. Big time. And we know not everybody can give us money at patreon.com forward slash Star Trek stuff. Mm-hmm. But uh, it is free to go ahead and leave a review, so please do so. It really does help us out a lot. It helps new Big listeners time. come to the show. Yeah. And hey, if you know a Trekkie, send them a link. Yes, it, please. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. Easy to cool. send from your phone, from whatever mm-hmm. uh, podcatcher app that you're using. Send them a link and just say, hey, yeah. they're doing this show about Enterprise. Check it out. Really, no big deal. It's really easy. It, it helps the show tremendously. Big time. According to the the thingy on the thingy that tells us some of the thingies, uh, we have new <laughs> listeners in Mexico and Austria, so we want to say thank you guys so much for listening. So cool. Tell everyone in, the, in, <laughs> your, in your places and on the internet uh, yeah. about the show. Huge, huge, huge help. Yes, big time. Cool. Thank you. Live long and prosper. Peace and long life. Are you more likely to meet a young Gretchen or a young Rhonda? <sighs> like in my everyday life? Yeah, like at your job when the, the these these students come in and whatever like that. Do you th- which do you think you will encounter first? Oh, Gretchen, definitely. Okay. Definitely. Gotcha. Nobody names their kid Rhonda anymore. 
Well, yeah, well, I mean, I don't think people name their kid Gretchen either, but it, it's so old that it could come back. Well, and it's and it's one of those word, one of those names that could be a family name, you know, like my grandmother Gretchen or you know my aunt Gretchen or something like that. But Rhonda, nobody wants to be called Rhonda anymore. <laughs> it's a very unpleasant name. We just lost the Rhonda that we. I'm so sorry, were... Rhonda. I'm so sorry. But I'm betting, I am betting, Rhonda, that you have thought about going by your middle name. I'm bet. I betcha. She hung in. She hung, yep. she was like, man, I don't know. And she was going to turn it off. Yeah. But she, but, but she, there's no other good Enterprise show. So she was going to turn it off. And then, like, <laughs> she stuck with it. And then we get to the very end and we're like, oh, like, fuck you. <laughs> I'm sorry, Rhonda. I really am. You know, we'll it's... change my recommendation and name your kid Rhonda <laughs> <laughs> or Gretchen. That's fine. Uh, Gretchen's fine too. That's Christ. That show, like I've watched clips of that. Like that was my favorite show in the. That was my favorite thing in the world when I was like eight. You know, yeah. seven or eight. And like now, I look back on it, and I'm like, oh my god, this is horrible in so many ways. This is bad. But that's like, what we had in the eighties. I liked I liked it for a while when I was a kid, but I just liked seeing the car like ramp off of something and seeing cars fall over and they're running from the cops. And like that's that's yeah. it. That's all I wanted yeah. to see. You know, I, I have no idea what <laughs> happened in any episode of that show. It Couldn't doesn't tell you. matter. It doesn't matter. <laughs> in Did no it, way does that part matter. Yeah. It's kinda it like just, when the A team never actually shot anybody. Right. Yeah, I, I watched the A Team, Knight Rider, He Man, all yep. that shit in the eighties. Yep. I couldn't tell you a single nope. pl- uh plot synopsis, Doesn't whatever, matter. of Doesn't any matter. episode. Yeah, Knight Rider. Matter. Go back and watch Knight Rider now. It's just random images. Like it doesn't yeah. <laughs> make any sense. It's just like Hasselhoff, pretty lady, the car is talking. I don't know. The end. Like it just. <laughs> It's nonsensical. It's There's nothing holding yeah, it no. together at all. No, nothing at all. Nothing. You go back and watch uh, it now, especially you're just like, fuck, I don't know. There's the guy from Baywatch and Mr. Feeney's a car. I, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, there was, the, there was the older <laughs> Like when you put your arms up against the door frame and then when you walk out, they float up. See what I'm talking about? Never, never, never done that. Do what now? Oh my God! Okay, so you go to a door frame, right? And you put your arms against the sides of the like. You stand in the middle of the door frame and you push your arms against the sides of the door frame, and you do that for like twenty seconds or so. And then when you walk away from the door frame, your arms just kind of float up. You never did that when you were a kid. I have no idea what you're talking or how oh that God. would even work. It. I don't know either, but it does. Wait. So you just lean on a door frame specifically? No, you're not leaning. You're not leaning on the door frame. You stand in the middle, like you stand okay. in the center of the door frame. The door, you know, the top of the door frame over your head, and you're uh, standing uh, 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 like. Okay. All I can hear is the cat. Like. Oh God damn. Who greenlit that? I know, right? Literally a reincarnated woman in a car. 
in like the 50s or 60s. I can't remember when that show was on. It's the most sci-fi shit in the world. And they're that just is like, so weird. Totally the predecessor to like Knight Rider. I'm just going to say it. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> Didn't even think of that. Yeah, yeah there'd, be, there'd be no Knight Rider without Mother the Car. My Mother the Car. <laughs> oh, that's so weird. You know, if you saw me, you'd be like, yeah, he's he's raveled. Yeah. Which, you know, people say about me all the time. They say a lot of things, <laughs> but I'm often they, described they, as raveled. Yeah, yeah. They definitely think of sweaters when they think of you. Yeah. I mean, there's something crazier in Voyager, actually, oh, now yeah. that I think about it. That, uh, did you know dinosaurs? <laughs> did you know what happened to the dinosaurs? <laughs> Look, I'm not going to spoil anything for anyone who's doing a Voyager watch right now. But pro fucking pair yourself. You want to talk about a canon rewrite? I would love to see them just like lose like a wrench and go, oh, fuck. Ah, oh, fuck me. Why didn't I put a little wrist thingy on it? Yeah, yeah. It's just, just Houston, Houston, I got an idea. <laughs> just like, Velcro. What about Velcro? Yeah. Some, some some lady in Carbon Creek invented Velcro a long time ago. We should be able to. <laughs> we need that to here. Use that. Now. Yeah. Oh, God. They took so, care of that shit in like the 60s, like Sputnik era. <laughs> Panama, um, <laughs> Panama. <laughs> that's the country. I think that song's about the country. That's not about the oh the yeah stupid beach yeah. town. But no, it's anyway. definitely not about Panama City Beach. Come on, folk, let your body move to the music. Come on, folk, let your body go with the flow. We know you can do it. Look around. Everywhere you see is... Look around. I'm much better as a backup singer. The pain of life that you know. Life that you know. No use running if you're more better than you are today. Uh, when the music it's called a dance floor, and here's what it's for. <laughs> what just happened?